Community of Hope, I am so excited to be able to share this word with you this morning. I'm excited because I'm able to share this word with you standing up. Y'all know for the past few sermons, I've been sitting down to try to conserve my energy as I was grappling with COVID-19, but I'm so grateful to God for God's Holy Ghost healing power. And I want to personally just thank you all for every prayer, and I'm glad to be preaching standing up. Look, go with me to Joshua, the sixth chapter, the sixth verse, Joshua 6.6. 6. And it reads as thus, So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant of the Lord, and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. And he ordered the army advance, march around the city with an armed guard, going ahead of the ark of the Lord. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets before the Lord went forward blowing their trumpets, and the ark of the Lord's covenant followed them. Now the armed guard marched ahead of the priests who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard followed the ark. All this time the trumpets were sounding, but Joshua had commanded the army, Do not give a war cry, do not raise your voices, do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout, then shout. So he had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling at once. Then the army returned to camp, and spent the night there. And if you'll go down with me in verse 15, and in between that, that verse and verse 15, uh, they had gone around uh, the city one time a day for six days. Here goes verse 15. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except that on that day, they circled the city seven times. The seventh time around, when the priest sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. My brothers and my sisters, I ask that you would join me in a word of prayer as we share on the sermon subject today. It's time to walk in circles. It's time to walk in circles. Let us pray, God, in Jesus' name, we do thank you. Grateful, God, for your hand, for your power, your grace, and your love. Now, God, in Jesus' name, we ask, God, that you would have your way in this preaching moment. God, uh, touch me and use me to your honor and to your glory so that somebody, God, may be set free, saved, healed, and delivered. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. It's time to walk in circles. That's right. I said it's time to walk in circles. My brothers... And my sisters, you all know that here at Community of Hope, uh, for 2022, we've been sharing of the sermon theme and the theme for the year. Uh, that 2022 is the year of big steps. And uh, for the past couple of Sundays, one Sunday we preach, it's time to walk on water, big steps. And then the next Sunday, last Sunday, preach that it's time to walk through water, big steps. Uh, today, I want to tell you it's time to walk in circles. That's right. Because we are taking our big steps, it is time to walk in circles. And as we look at that scripture here in Joshua, as we look at what's happening in the world, I believe that uh, one of the ways the enemy tries to trick us is to get us to think that walking in circles is a waste of our time. That's right. That if we find ourselves right back where we started, it means that God's not in the middle of it. God's not doing anything. But I've come to encourage somebody today 
uh, that you find yourself taking big steps, but you still end up right back where you started. But I've come by to let you know, uh, don't be discouraged because you're heading somewhere. Uh, the big steps are not always linear. Big steps are not always just from point A to point B. Big steps are not always just straightforward. But what we can find even in this scripture today is sometimes God can be moving even when your steps are taking you in circles. Uh, that uh, uh, Often uh, I, I've heard people complaining to me, uh, I've been uh, uh, working uh, extremely hard uh, this whole summer as we've been fighting for voting rights. We've been fighting for voting rights, and I want to shout out uh, Sister Melanie Campbell and the National Coalition on Black Civic Participation, and, and, and shout out the Black Women's Roundtable and all of the organizations. I've got some brothers and sisters who are in town even right now who are on a hunger strike around voting rights, and folks have been talking about, man, uh, y'all are just going in circles. That the reality is that if you look at it, we're sitting here uh, about to celebrate uh, the birth of Dr. King, and we're still in the same place. We've been going in circles. It, it did make me look at Dr. King's speech uh, to the SCLC in 1967, where do we go from here? And in that speech, he said uh, uh, that uh, uh, a curious formula seems to declare that the Negro is 50% of a person. Of the good things in life, the Negro has approximately one-half those of whites. Of the bad things of life, he has twice those of whites. And, and as you sit and you look at all this happening in this nation, if you look at the racism, if you look at the inequities, whether it is health inequities or whether it, it is food uh, deserts or whether um, it, it is job inequities or economic inequities, it would look like we're right back where we started. And if you look at all over the nation and, and, and if the 19 states uh, that have put forward voter suppression laws uh, uh, to try to be able to continue to limit our rights to vote, then uh, some would say, look, we got the Voter Rights Act in 1965. Why are we in 2022 still fighting for the Voting Rights Act? And I would agree with you that it makes no sense for us to be right back here again, but we're not actually in the same space because we're sitting here and we're fighting for the Voting Rights Act, uh, but the senator of Georgia is a black preacher, my good friend and brother, Dr. Raphael Warnock, and the vice president is a black woman, uh, 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 Vice President Kamala Harris. So even though it may look like we're totally right back where we started, no, 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 we're in a different space, but we still have a work to do. And so therefore, you cannot let the enemy in this season cause us to feel as if we have to stop fighting, uh, but we have to understand we have to keep on fighting because God is up to something. And even though it may look like we're walking in circles, I believe we're walking in circles around Jericho and the walls will come tumbling down. It may be that way in your own life that you've been making big steps, but you feel like you're walking in circles. You've been making big steps in your finances. You've been making big steps on your job. You've been making big steps in your education. You've been making big steps in your relationships, but it seems like you end up right back in the same place where you started. But I've come by to let you know, don't you get weary in well-doing. Why? Because you may be walking in circles 
but with God, you're headed somewhere. Let me show you here in this text in Joshua, the sixth chapter, that you will see the children of Israel who are on the verge of the promised land, but they're facing a city by the name of Jericho. They're at Jericho, and Jericho is an impenetrable city. It's a fortified city. It's got these huge wide walls, these huge tall walls, and nobody can be able to get into Jericho. Uh, but yet God tells Joshua to have the children of Israel walk around the city one time a day for six days and then walk around the city seven times on the seventh day and watch what I will do. And one of the things that I believe and one of the first things I believe that we can learn when we look at Joshua and the children of Israel here at this Jericho that shows us uh, that it's all right to walk in circles is one of the first things you've got to understand is that big steps without God are just a stroll. That's right. Big steps without God are just a stroll. One of the challenges, my brothers and my sisters, is that I, I see so many people who are telling me they're making big steps, but they're making them without God. And if you are making big steps without God, you're just out for a stroll. If you are making big steps without God, got major plans, major things that you're doing without God, that God is not in it, that prayer is not a part of it, that fasting has not been in it, a part of your strategy, that God is not a part of your a team of directors, then I want to let you know that you're just walking. That's right. You're just walking. You're just walking. But when God is in it, you can be walking in circles and you can still be going somewhere. If you look at the children of Israel, uh, that God told Joshua uh, to have the army get set up, and y'all going to walk around Jericho, and, and, and I need you uh, to take the Ark of the Covenant, which symbolizes the presence of God, and take that and have that in the front, have that out the head, and, and have that out the head, and have that before the army. You can have the trumpet folks in front of it, have the Ark of the Covenant, and have the army behind it, and you walk around Jericho one time a day for six days. That's right, uh, that God wanted them to know uh, that you may be walking in circles, that you may end up uh, each day right back where you started, but God's presence was with them. And if you take God with you, then I don't care if it seems like you're going in circles. I don't care if you don't seem to be going anywhere, that God can be working stuff on your behalf and in ways that you've never dreamed of or imagined. Follow God's plan and watch what God will do. I'm telling you that if you keep trying to do it by yourself, I don't care what, how big your steps are. You just on a stroll. That's right. And you just walking. That you are not heading as far as you think you are. But if you're going to head somewhere along this journey in this season, you've got to take God with you. That's the first thing. The second thing you've got to do is you've got to stop talking so much while you're walking. Stop talking so much while you're walking. The, the Joshua, uh, in verse 10, <coughs> he tells uh, the children uh, of Israel, uh, he tells them in verse 10 uh, that, that he commanded the army, do not give a war cry, do not raise your voices, do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout and then shout. That's incredible for me. You've got all these folks 
They're walking around Jericho. They're walking one time a day for six days. And, 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 and whenever they walk around, and Joshua says, don't give a war cry. Don't raise your voices. Don't say a word. They're walking around Jericho with their mouth shut. And, and I want to let you know that I believe that gives us some good insight that you don't always need to broadcast your moves, but sometimes you need to learn how to move in silence. That's right. You need to learn sometimes how to move in silence. Everybody doesn't need to know when you're making a move. Everybody doesn't need to know when you're making a step. Everybody doesn't need to know how you're handling your business. Sometimes you need to keep your mouth shut. I was looking at a meme on social media, and the meme said that the Underground Railroad wouldn't have worked for many of us because you would have told folks where the Underground Railroad was by all those selfies you was posting on your IG. That we spend so much time talking on social media about our moves. Every time we're about to do a little something, uh, you've taken a shot of it. Every time you're about to do a little something, you broadcast into the world what you're doing. But sometimes you need to keep your mouth shut and move in silence. And, and let me help somebody. Uh, you get in a new relationship, and all of a sudden you want to tell the whole world, all of a sudden you're a relationship coach. You've been with them for three months, and you're a relationship coach on social media. Now, shut your mouth about be quiet and let things work how they're going to work instead of putting everybody up in your business. The challenge is that when you do so much talking about what you're doing, and you're talking too much while you're walking, and everybody can get up in the middle of your stuff. But Joshua told the children of Israel, don't say a word until I say shout. But when I say shout, uh, that's when you shout. See, you've got to understand when shouting time is and when walking time is. And when you're making big steps, uh, is sometimes you've got to move in silence. But the third thing that I'm about of here is you've got to understand that sometimes uh, the walk seems longer right before the victory. I just said something. Sometimes the walk seems longer right before the victory. If you look at the children of Israel, uh, here they go. The Joshua has them walk around Jericho one time a day for six days. They would walk around Jericho, get right back where they started, and set the camp back up. They would then walk around the next day and do the same thing. And they did that for six days. But on the seventh day, God told Joshua, I want you to have them walk around the city seven times. That's right, that on the seventh day, they ended up walking more on the seventh day than they did all previous six days combined. Why? Because sometimes uh, the work seems a little bit harder right before the victory. I, I want to encourage somebody today uh, because you've been making big steps, you've been working hard, and right now it seems like the load has gotten heavier. Right now it seems like the opposition has gotten stronger. Right now it seems like the work has 
it's gotten harder right now. It seems like you've got to do more walking. You've got to do more working. But the reality is that sometimes uh, the work gets heavier. The load gets harder right when you're at the victory. Uh, don't you give up because it's getting harder. No, when it gets harder, that's when you've got to strengthen in your resolve that I'm right there. Uh, that, that when the opposition becomes stronger, then that's when you've got to strengthen in your resolve. You know what? I'm right at the victory. That's right. That when the load seems a little rougher and the road seems a little tougher, that's not the time to give up, but that's the time to bear down and understand that I may right be at the victory. That's right. I may be right at the victory and I've got to keep on pressing. Don't you get weary in well-doing because the scripture says that in due season you shall reap a harvest if you faint not. And you've got to understand that the walk is longer right before the victory. How do you see this in scripture where Joshua has him go around uh, uh, the, the city for seven times, but at the seventh time, uh, Joshua has the trumpet to blast. And that army that he had had walking around in silence, he tells them now it's time to shout. Uh, somebody, I want to let you know that it's about time to shout. That's right. Uh, somebody need to put it in the chat. It's shouting time. Somebody, you need to just give a shout yourself right where you are. It's shouting time. And the thing that I love about shouting time is shouting time doesn't mean you've seen the victory, but it does mean the victory is right there in front of you. Uh, that's right. That if you look at, at Joshua, uh, Joshua tells them to shout, but the walls are still up. Joshua tells them to shout, but Jericho is still secure. Joshua tells them to shout, uh, but everything is still in place. Uh, but Joshua tells them uh, that now is shouting time. And I've come by to tell somebody now is shouting time. I know that you don't see the victory. I know uh, that you don't see the walls having come down. I know uh, that you don't see uh, things having worked out for you just yet. But I've come by to let you know uh, that every step you took was a, set, a preparation for the victory. Every step you took uh, was getting the atmosphere right for the shout and for the praise and for God to do whatever God was going to do. I don't know how God does it. I don't know why God does it the way God does it. I don't know what God was doing. I don't know why God had them walking around the city all of those days. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if God was coordinating something uh, in, in, in the stones that were around. I don't know if God was uh, coordinating something with the tectonic plates up under Jericho. I don't know what God was doing with them walking around. All I know is that God was doing something in the heavenly. God was doing something in the spiritual. God was doing something in the environment. And when it came time to shout, it was time for victory. That when they put out the shout, the walls had not come tumbling down yet. But when they shouted, the walls came tumbling down. And Joshua said, shout for God has given you the city. Now, let me tell you this. It would be a shame to do all the big steps. It would be a shame to do all the work. And when it became shouting time, you didn't shout because you didn't see victory. You didn't shout uh, because you didn't believe it could happen. You did all of the work, uh, but then I uh, got too cute to shout. But I, I, I want to talk to some folks right now who you're not too cute to shout. And even though you don't see the victory, you can believe if you can believe God,
God to do the walking. You can believe God for the victory. And I want you to shout now for your children. I want you to shout now for your health. I want you to shout now for your finances. I want you to shout now for your community. I want you to shout now and watch the walls come tumbling down to God's honor and to God's glory. Shout now for the victory is yours. And God has given you the city. This is the day. This is the moment. This is the hour to let loose your shout. Come on, don't you get weary in well-doing. This is a season to walk in circles. That's right, come on, let's walk in circles. And then let's watch the victory as the walls come tumbling down. My brothers and my sisters, I'm so grateful for what God is doing in your hearts and your lives with this year of big steps. So grateful for the victories that are on the way. Somebody today, your biggest victory is to give your life to Christ today. You all heard me saying in my first point uh, that big steps without God are just a stroll. Big steps without God and you're just walking. Today, I want you to give your life to Christ. Today is the day for you to give your heart to the Lord. The Bible says that God loved the world so much that he sent his only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Today is your day to give your heart, give your life to Christ. You may already be saved, but you need a church home. Come on, join this church. Community of Hope will be a blessed place for you to be a part of. Won't you come and join us? Or you just may need to rededicate your faith, whatever it is. You, you want to give your life to Christ. You want uh, uh, to get a church home. You want to rededicate your faith right there in the chat area. Uh, just click uh, that link right there so we can follow up with you. Or just text the word Hope Decision, one word, to 474747. Hope Decision to 474747. And we want to be able to get connected with you. Today's your day. Come on. Is that you? Would you like to give your life to Christ? Would you like to make this your church home? Would you like to rededicate your faith? If that's any of those things for you, I want to pray with you right now. Come on, won't you just join me? I want you to repeat this prayer after me. It'll be my words, but your faith. Come on, won't you join me? Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. So today, I thank you that I'm saved. I got a church home rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Look, if that's you, if you gave your life to Christ today or you're joining this church or you're rededicating your faith, come on, just connect with us right there in the chat or just text Hope Decision to 474747. One word, Hope Decision to 474747. We want to get connected to you.